You're making one right decision today. You're listening to Handcuffs and Sage. Three badass moms bringing you all the true crime and paranormal your heart desires. I'm Red. I'm Timo. I'm Dre. And don't let your kids listen. Seriously, just don't. Oh, it's Handcuffs and Sage. Hey! We're feeling it tonight. Hey! Hey. (laughs) This is Red. Hey, this is Timo. And this is Dre. What's up? Uh, Dre and I are both enjoying a Bud Light Seltzer. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. Lemon lime. Cheers. I am uh, on Zooming. Mm-hmm. I've been day drinking since like that. two. Yeah, I've been drink, day drinking since like two. So I'm I'm mellowing out finally. For So if all of a sudden we don't see you on Zoom. <laughs> I'm like snoring off to the side. <laughs> I'll like, just take uh, over. I'll be like, there was a ghost and it out. was in a white dress. Just, <laughs> a white dress. A white dress. Yes. Well, my story is always second, so I have to stay awake, or we won't hear any oh. paranormal today. You got this. You got this. You got to <laughs> pump up. Maybe do some uh, jumping jacks. Yeah, I'm good. I'm all so, good. I'm good. This week was super cray for me. I oh my left my firstborn at college. Oh, oh. That was oh. All of you out there listening who have kids that are starting college, it's so emotional and it doesn't stop. It's just every, like, I just miss her and I'm worried about her constantly. If she doesn't text me immediately, I freak out. (laughs) So it's, it's hard because you don't want to be crazy, right? Right. There has to be that, that boundary. Like you got to let me know what's up. If you guys mm-hmm. don't have that app, the Life 360, get yeah. it. What is it? Because Life 360, it's what an app. What the heck is that? It's amazing. Have okay. you heard of it, Dre? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I haven't. What's up? It's, it's great. I think I've mentioned it before because when she got her license, I could see where she's going. You always know where they are. It shows oh, how fast yeah, they were going in their yes. car, right? Okay, so, okay. I'm really glad that I have that. I know Damn. that, you know, she's where she's supposed to be and everything. Um, so that, that was really hard. After we dropped her off at school, though, we went to Zion National Park and we hiked the Narrows and it was just the mm, best. Like It looked bomb, it, man. It mm. was a whole experience. This is something that's been on my bucket list forever. You know, I love to hike. And part of why I'm trying to lose more weight and get healthier is so I can hike more, right? And do harder hikes is a big deal. And so uh, my husband and I and my son, you know, hiked it together. And the whole time I thought I'm having this moment and I'm missing my daughter. You know what I mean? Oh, no. You know? That's rough. Yeah, and yes. you didn't know it, but behind the scenes, she was missing you guys too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! So I think during the day she's okay; she's hanging out with her roommate, and then at night, that's when I'm getting the calls and the texts. You know, mm-hmm. crying. She misses mm-hmm. the family and friends, and all of a sudden, she's got to figure things out on her own. 
right? I can't, I'm not there to hold her hand. And I think I've done that a lot with certain things yeah. in her life. Like she does, I did her laundry for 18 years. Now she's, she's got to figure out her laundry and her schedule and figure that out. <laughs> oh my she's God. She's got to figure out where things are. I'm not there. So things like that. But it, it was a crazy, crazy week, very emotional, but a lot of good memories. We, a lot of good things happened too. So how was oh. your week? How is it going? Well, I really hate to tell you guys this, but. Um, You're pregnant. No. <laughs> I, I, I do have 16 new babies, but they are- <laughs> You bought more plants. I did. Oh, I'm sorry. Intervention. Um, so- This is awesome. Oh. I checked out Green Thumb Nursery over here in mm -hmm. our town in Newhall, and I fell in love with it. Yeah. And then I yeah, heard there amazing. is- I heard there's even a, a more amazing one in Canoga Park. So I like, packed up my mom and we drove friggin' 40 miles one way to Green Thumb in Canoga Park. And it was like, I was what? in a, an amusement park maze. Oh, this wow. place was bananas. And I found like so many things that I don't have. So then of course, once I found like 16 succulents and cactuses, I needed <laughs> pots. <laughs> So then we went to two gold um, Goodwills so I could find like pots and little cup. I found some awesome stuff. I'm so excited, but yeah. Good, good. But, but then I you, didn't come you're, home and You're plant. so passionate about oh it my and God. it makes you so mm -hmm. happy. And it's, it's so nice to see that you're putting so much time in, into it. It's, it's nice. How's my succulent coming? I thought you were um, saving my succulent. Is it no good? Is it not going to happen? No, it died. Is it too late? No. Yeah, it died. It's <laughs> like, what are you um, talking about? <laughs> um, Red Bye. got a present from the boyfriend of the daughter. And mm -hmm. she's like, oh, I think I might have, like, burnt the shit out of it out in our hot fucking sun. And I'm like, yes, mm, correct. Yeah. So I start, like, investigating it. And all these leaves start fall. I'm like, oh. And it was it like just good. a stem. And I'm like, okay, let me take it home and see if I can revive the stem. Nah, it was it was a goner. Did you try CPR? <laughs> <laughs> it was a goner. So yeah, sorry, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't revive it. Um, yeah. That's okay. It's it's fine. Black it's thumb. Okay. <laughs> black thumb. Black thumb. <laughs> I do have a black thumb. And that's why he got me the succulent. He thought. I couldn't kill Stop it. it. No. I don't know how yes. to kill a succulent. I killed a cactus. <gasps> I did kill oh, a cactus, though. How did but you I had do it, that? So I had it for like six years. Um, we got it from work. You know, it was like a little tiny itty bitty cactus. Oh. And it grew straight up. It looked like a big ass dildo sitting at my desk. Yeah. That's a messed up dildo. How did you kill <laughs> it? What did you do? Well, you know, I took like a leave of absence for a year. And then they, they managed to... So apparently keep it alive and then when uh, I got back I think that it wasn't and it you know it's a cactus you can't no. tell if it's dry inside so no, I don't know I they, guess, I guess probably, when I was gone they probably no. I bet you they watered it too much is what happened I think so yeah because that's like, no, I probably go a year with no water and live mm -hmm. they probably watered it too much yeah that's ew. yeah 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 probably uh, what happened but it does that's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right yeah. rest in peace Peace cactus. It's okay. <laughs> My little penis cactus. It was so funny. Aww. We all we all died laughing when we saw what they gave us. We we're like, 
these look like little dildos. And then that uh, is so we all, funny. all had them at our desk and then, um, you know, they're growing and growing and we're like, whoa. That's I have one. Though. Yeah, I had one. I, I still have it actually. And it has two little like hairy balls down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. But now, <laughs> now like 50 other ones have grown. So now it has like 50 little hairy balls and like one oh, tall oh, little wiener. That's so. a messed up tilde, man. <laughs> it sure is. That's yeah. too many balls for the party. Yeah, too, too, many many balls. No. too many balls. Too many balls. How was your week, Jay? So it, it was interesting. I decided, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I decided to kind of split my life up a little bit. I am doing a lot of help with the kids. I have two kids on Zoom all day um, and the baby. And then my husband teaches Zoom as an LAUSD teacher. Um, so three people are on Zoom. I've got the baby. I'm making breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then I haul my happy ass to work at 2.30 p.m. And oh I'm my God. at 11. And Damn, girl. Damn, girl. What, what a crazy ass schedule I decided to like take, but you know, it's temporary and I am tired as all get out right now, guys. I'm like, imagine. Mm, and I she's could, a nurse y'all so it's not like she's going to a desk <laughs> job. She's like working no. her booty off. So damn. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I'm down, you, when I leave work at 11, I'm like, this shit is scary. Like, what is happening? Yes. Yeah, Ooh, it's scary. Please be, yeah. care- I, please be careful driving home, girl, because... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm it's tired. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. I bet. It's I rough. bet you are, man. But it'll oh get better God. soon. It'll get better. Mm-hmm. It's temporary. I'm fine. Like, I know I can push through. I've done more. You know, I've done worse. You know, mm-hmm. if I was home, I would be up till 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the isn't morning. Isn't that anyway. weird? Yeah, so, isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah I know. That's yeah. so bizarre. Like, when you're home, just, like, chilling and whatever, you stay up however late. But then when you're, like, working, you're. I think it's more mental, mm-hmm. you know, mental exhaustion mm-hmm. that then, like, goes through your body and makes you just, like, yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I feel kind of, like, out of body a lot of times, like... <sighs> Like, I'm just kind of, like, going through the motions and my yes. brain isn't really functioning, you know? Yep. But, I mean, I think this is just, like, a transition period, and then I'll get there, and it's going to be totally fine. So, yes. yeah. Well, let us yeah. know if we can help with anything. Anything yeah. at all. You, yeah. you yeah. need us to bring over a meal? I'll bring over a meal. Yeah, yeah. I'm home all day. I mean, I'm, um, you know, working, but I'm home all day. So, I yeah. can totally, like, swing by. No, No worries. Yeah. Yeah. I know the, the one thing that I do have on my side is my, uh, my ex stepdad got me a T-fall. It's like a 10 in one. And so you can make, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like a rice cooker and it's a broiler and it's like, it can make oatmeal and it can make anything. It's like a slow cooker, but it's like got 10 different functions. It's freaking amazing. What's um, it called? So a T-fall, T-F-A-L. And it's, it's just like a 10 in one. It, it does everything. So, um, I've been really good about like going to the store and getting dinners ready for the family. And then, you know, I'm on this diet, right? Yeah. Lost 15 pounds. Whoa. Really? Whoa. I was, yeah, it's been crazy. So I'm like on this crazy strict diet and, and then I'm like doing this crazy work schedule. So like, I don't even know what, what's going on with my life right now. (laughs) That is not easy to do. That is not not. easy to do. But Mm -mm. this thing, this like 10 in one, it has made life like so much easier. Cause I just like, as soon as I leave, I pop whatever mm-hmm. I need to do in and then like come dinner time they've got it it's ready they just need that's to nice it, you that's know nice. and it could I like, like I did um I did this like 
rice with shrimp and, and veggies kind of a thing. And it was like my first time using saffron and it kind of sucked, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I was able to like doctor it up and then they all like, it was good, you know, but yeah, it's cool. You could put like a whole meal in there. I could do like, you know, like a whole chicken soup or I could do um, like chicken fried rice. I could do anything in that. Mm, so that's nice. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. That make life easy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. You need something like Excellent. that. Absolutely. I have a couple recipes for you. I'll, I'll, I'll Ooh, send yeah. to you. Yeah. That I made this week mm -hmm. too in my crock pot. So, or slow yeah. cooker. Crock pot is like yeah. not PC anymore. So it's like slow <laughs> cooker. What? Why? What's wrong with crock know. pot? I don't know. I think it's like not good. It's like I'm oh. calling it like a bad word. Like crock Freaking pot. Crock pot? Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what? I Oh, I'm all about the crock pot. I'm all about the crock pot too. Man. <laughs> crock pot for life. Okay. All right, y'all. Okay. Yeah, are we ready? Are we ready? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to get to my story because <laughs> it's good. Dre's going to be so happy. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait now. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. So this, this is a crazy, crazy story. And I, I just, I got sucked in. There's so Ooh. many elements here. It's crazy. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so um, my day job is helping people in Australia, right? Those are the people mm -hmm. I help. And this is a story from Australia. And it's nuts. Okay. It is no shit. No shit. When I was looking for my story this week, um, okay, a little spoiler alert. I'm doing a cryptid. But I was looking at cryptids from Australia. And yes. I, yeah, but I decided to do something else instead. But wouldn't that have been <laughs> hilarious if I did yeah, one? That would so yeah, that would have been so weird. Yeah. You messed up, girl. Get on my level. Okay. Mm. It's Australia today. Mm. So this is a nut so story. So everyone knows that I love podcasts, right? I have a mm. podcast going I, 24. So I know, it's shocking. Huh? It's shocking. <laughs> what? What? So always, always, always. So one of the podcasts I listen to, I don't know if y'all listen to it. It's Real Crime Profile, okay? Oh, yeah. And it's it's a really interesting podcast. It has Jim Clemente. What, he's a former FBI profiler. Uh, Laura Richards, who is a criminal behavior analyst. And Lisa Zambetti, she's a casting director for Criminal mind. So there's a lot of reasons I just love this podcast. I met all three of them at CrimeCon. It was awesome. I got a picture of me eating Jim's tie um, clubbing <laughs> one of the nights at CrimeCon. It was fantastic. But I listen to podcasts all day long. And then at night, I put on Criminal Minds, and they all help with Criminal Minds, the TV really? show. So, That's yes. awesome. Yes, it's so much fun. Wow. But I kept hearing Laura Richards' voice working on this story, because Laura Richards talks about coercive control all the time in her yes. fabulous English accent. Yes, right? you've mentioned this quite a few times, right? Yes. And so this is something that absolutely 100% is coercive control. Excellent. And yeah. yeah, it's just amazing. So she's, she does things in the UK to help people, um, victims of domestic violence, 
um, people dealing with being stalked, right? Um, and so a lot of this has to deal with stuff she talks about all the time. So I just kept hearing her fabulous English accent in my head working on this story. So thought mm -hmm. about them, check out Real Life or a Real Crime Profile. I actually have a shirt that I love from them, a Real Crime Profile shirt. So mm. I'm big fan, big fan, big fan. Hey, Jim, Laura, and Lisa. Okay. Woo! Woo! Let's do it. You oh, guys. I see you're back to Ooh, the, you have, in you have yeah, the index cards. cards. <laughs> She's like, whoo, make it rain, yeah. baby. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I tried right, to do the index cards and I, I, I just can't. Like my, my brain reads like big. So I have to do something on big, big paper. So my brain reads small. So <laughs> I use small paper. <laughs> We're different. We're just different. We're different. Okay. okay. We're going to go back in time. To 1970 mm. in Australia. Um, so we meet Andrea Blanchard, who is 18 years old, and Leonard Warwick. Have you guys anything? Anything? Nope. No. Okay. He was 23 years old. They met and fell in love, as people do sometimes. And they were hot and heavy, right? They met each other on a blind date, okay? And they just, it was love, it was love and love. Mm. So they got married in 1974. He was 27 years old and she was 22 years old. So about a five-year difference, okay? So I'm going to talk a little bit about Leonard's childhood, but there wasn't that much about Andrea. So, wah, wah. Mm. Um, Sorry. Uh, Leonard's mom passed away when he was so little. He was only six years old. And I just think of uh, like a six-year-old kid. So sad. His mom passes away. And he had a sister who was a year younger. She was five years old. So his sister goes and lives with their aunt. And he stays and lives with his dad. Okay. So about 15 years old, Leonard drops out of school. Not cool, man. And he starts working on a mushroom farm to like help make money for the home. I've never heard of a mushroom yeah. farm, but I guess <laughs> mushrooms have to be farmed for us to eat constantly. So there's farms out there, y'all, and people are working them. So that's what he did. Okay. So, mm -hmm. all right. So at 18, Leonard was drafted into the military and he was super pissed about it. He did not want to do this. Okay. But he got out after three years and he became a fireman. And that's when he met Andrea. They went on their blind date and they fell in love. Okay. Here's why I think of Laura Richards. Because not long after they have this like honeymoon phase, Leonard is a dick face. Okay. Oh. Oh. He is kind of the worst. So he's very abusive towards Andrea. He's jealous of every little thing. He's cruel to her. He's physical with her. And he keeps her isolated from friends and family. She's not allowed to be around friends and family. Um, he'll show up to her work to check and make sure. 
that she's there. And so this is something that Laura Richards talks about all the time. This is coercive control. This is like their way of slowly taking everything out of their life. So they have you all to themselves to control. It's really a sick like cycle that they do. It's really sad. So he put Andrea through this. It's, it's awful. Okay. Not, not right. cool, Leonard. Not cool, Leonard. <laughs> Dick, King Dick face. Okay. Wow. So in 1975, Leonard beats up Andrea because she wants to go hold on to your butts to a Tupperware party. <laughs> what? Wow. Wait, let me go to my party. <laughs> I love Tupperware. I'm going I to the know. party. You can go fuck yourself, Leonard. And in the 70s, the Tupperware parties were like yes. bomb diggity. Come it on. It was bomb diggity. That's what you did with your girlfriend. Oh you got my your God. God. You had mm -hmm. to get the full set. You had to get the full <laughs> set, okay? And, and they did the little burpee things and all that. I love it. Little burpee, a little yeah. burpee. Oh God! He just wanted to be a, a regular ass wife, and he beat the shit out of her. Okay, mm -hmm. so Andrea said, "I'm done. I am done." Okay, she leaves Leonard and she goes and she li lives with her dad. Fantastic. We know that the most dangerous time in a woman's life is when she leaves that abusive person, right? Mm -hmm. It's very dangerous. So she leaves Leonard and because Leonard is a complete control freak, he starts stalking her, okay? He is straight out of control. He shows up to her work. He shows up at her home. She, he tells her father all the time, I'm going to kill you. <gasps> I'm going to kill Damn. you. So Yikes. Andrea, Andrea had obviously filed a restraining order, okay? She was totally fearful for her life. But then hearing these threats against her father, she did something that a lot of people aren't going to understand. And we oh, aren't back. going to no. talk shit. Okay? No, no, no. We're not. We're not going to talk shit. Because when you're in these types of relationships, right, you're kind of mm -hmm. brainwashed. You're not thinking clearly. You feel like you have no options. And so you do things that pe other people don't understand, okay? So mm -hmm. she went back with Leonard. She felt like she was keeping her father safe by doing that, okay? That's what she did. I totally get this, like 100%. Yes. I totally yes. get it. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be a physically abusive mm -hmm. relationship, okay? It could be emotionally abusive. Mm -hmm. And women do things that other people don't understand and there is no judgment here, okay? Right. So mm -hmm. I don't want to ever hear from anybody that this is insane and that she was wrong, okay? Okay, great. Got it. All right. So she gets back with Leonard. All right. Not long after she gets back with Leonard, she finds out she's pregnant, and she gives birth to a little girl, and her name is so darn cute, it's Trudy. Oh, baby Trudy. Aww. So she has Trudy in 1978. Okay. Mm. I, I need to have birth year. It was an excellent year. Trudy was also <laughs> born that year. 
excellent year. Okay, I'm gonna have some of my Bud Light ones, I think. What's the percentage on that, by the way? Five. Five. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. okay, okay, okay. I only drink when we record, so this is my, my special mm -hmm. little gift to myself. Thanks, nice. thanks, Red. Nice. You're so nice. Okay, so in 1979, Andrea goes to family court and she files for divorce. Woo! She's doing it, okay? Mm -hmm. Andrea wanted full custody of Trudy. Obviously, she's in an a abusive relationship. She would be concerned about what would happen to, to Trudy. I would, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So she goes to family court and she files for divorce. So something that we should all know, and I think is very interesting, is that before 19, I'm sorry, in 1976, family law had changed in Australia, okay? So before that, you had to prove and have certain reasons for a divorce, okay? You couldn't just be like, we don't love each other. That don't mm -hmm. fly, okay? Really? You had to have something like, right, like adultery, or cruelty or you know abuse right you had to have reasons you had to have proof to get a divorce before 1976 in australia okay so the family law changes so now family court is out of control right we have all these ladies saying i'm done i don't love him right it's a bad marriage so the family court is kind of over run okay it's it's a really a disorganized mess at the time because they have this influx right of people wanting a divorce filing restraining orders custody battles it, it was crazy okay so that's something that we should keep in mind okay um so she goes she files she wants full custody which absolutely i think she should have and of course uh, Leonard McFuckface is super pissed about the whole thing, okay? And she gets it. She gets full custody, which okay. is mwah, 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 mwah. yes. Mm -hmm. And he's allowed to see Trudy, I just love that name, Trudy, mm -hmm. uh, twice a week, and he has to pay Andrea $20 a week in child support. <laughs> Wow. So it might be really breaking the bank there, Leonard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she, she had had a restraining order against him. And so he had to still follow those rules, right? He, he couldn't get near her and, and things like that. He really had to do what he was supposed to do. Okay. So that's not something Leonard does. Mm. Right. Leonard does whatever the fuck he wants and not the way we do what we want he does it in ways that hurts others i really oh. really hate leonard if you can't pick up on that okay mm -hmm. uh, so leonard does really shady shit so he's only supposed to see trudy two times a week at certain times what does he do he keeps trudy longer mm. he picks her up from daycare or school without telling andrea right? He does this shit over and over and over again. Okay. It's all about control. It's, it's 
it's awful. I feel really bad for Andrea that she had to endure all of this shit. Mm. All because she fell in love. It's really sad. Mm. Anyway, okay. Get back, get back to the story. Okay. So we get to a situation where Trudy, I think, wasn't either like at school or something like that. And Andrea didn't know where she was. She figured Leonard had her right because he does this shit and of course it's the 70s how how do you find someone you call their home number right and he's not picking up right she has no idea what's going on she's freaking out right she's freaking out she doesn't know where Trudy is so Andrea calls her brother Stephen now Stephen is 25 years old at the time and says uh I don't know where Trudy is I'm pretty sure Leonard has her. I want to go over there. Can, can you bring the car? Can you go with me to Leonard's house? Okay. Because she doesn't want to go and, and be alone with Leonard. I don't mm-hmm. blame her, of course. Um, and of course, Stephen is a really good brother and says, yes, let's do that. Picks her up. They go over to Leonard's house. Uh, I think Andrea must have stayed in the car. Steve goes up to the door and Steve is very calm. He's a very chill dude. Okay. And he knocks on the door, Leonard answers and uh, Steven's like, Hey mate, you got Trudy. Let's get it back with mom. We can all work this out. Going to get in trouble in court. Got to be good. All right. That's my Australian accent. No? Nothing? Very nice. Okay. Very nice. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So Steve also reminds Leonard, like, you know, doing things like this, keeping Trudy, just taking Trudy is only going to hurt him in court because he wants to see her, right? And if you mess up in court, you don't get to see her, right? And this, of course, pisses off Leonard and he slams the door in Stephen's face. Okay, they don't get Trudy. Andrea has to go to family court, right? Family court helps out, they get Trudy back. Awesome, fantastic. So, kind of like Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) So, in February of 1980, uh, Stephen gets off of work. He, you know, stops by his girlfriend's house. He says, what's up? Who knows? And then he goes home. So he actually lives with Andrea, uh, Stephen, and their father, okay? So they all, like, live together. But the father is away on a holiday. He's not, he's not home at the time. So Stephen gets home, and he, it's kind of late at night, so he, like, creeps through the house trying to be quiet because his, his room's in the back of the house. Okay, so he gets back, back to his bedroom. Around 4 a.m., someone breaks in, goes to the back bedroom, takes a 22 caliber, and shoots Stephen above the right eye, killing him instantly. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. A silencer was used on the gun. The head was then wrapped in plastic, maybe to keep blood from going everywhere, maybe. 
And then Steven's body was wrapped up in a blanket and carried out of the house. And Andrea and Trudy are asleep. Oh, they have no, no. idea. Mm-hmm. Next day is sweet baby Trudy's second birthday. Okay. Oh, Andrea no. checks Steven's room. She doesn't see anything. Okay. And so she's thinking, no big deal. He's probably just at his girlfriend's house. Okay. Later that day, ding a ling phone rings, house phone rings. Andrea picks it up and it's Steven's boss. Steven didn't show up for work. Okay. Andrea's stomach goes, right? We all have that moment. Mm-hmm. And she just feels sick to her stomach. She knows something's wrong. Steven wouldn't just not show up to work, right? Mm-hmm. She goes to Steven's room and she sees his wallet on the bedside table. Not good, okay? Mm. She immediately goes to the police to file a report, okay? The police are talking to her and they're saying, do you know anyone who would want to hurt Leonard? And she said, I absolutely do, uh, my ex Leonard. He's a crazy mix up face. I'm pretty sure he would do something terrible, okay? So Mm -hmm. she does tell the police, I think it was Leonard, all right? Okay. Okay, so everyone, family and friends come together and they are, looking for Steven, they cannot find him. They don't know where he is. And about a, a week later near um, Jerusalem Bay, there was a bunch of friends boating. And this, this is actually like north of Sydney, okay? And all of a sudden they see something like floating in the water and they think it's a mannequin at first. And we all know in the true crime world, it's never, never a mannequin, a mannequin. <laughs> uh-uh, ever. Uh-uh. It's never turned out to be a mannequin, y'all, okay? Nope. So they get to it, it's, it's a human body, okay? So the police mm-hmm. show up, they get the body out. There's a rope around the waist and the rope is connected to like 11 bricks. <gasps> and then there's a rope around the neck but it also looks like the body was attacked probably by a bull shark, right? And again, in the true crime world, we know that bodies don't sink, right? We know that they fill up with gases and 11 fucking bricks isn't gonna hold that bitch down, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So somebody obviously didn't want this body to be found. They wanted to go away and it didn't go away, okay? So- Um, they're looking at this body, they're looking at the evidence, and they realize that this rope that's tied around him is a very special rope. It's only used by firemen. Uh Uh Y'all, fuckface McGee's a fireman, okay? All right? (laughs) Love his nicknames. Uh Uh-huh, thank you. So Andrea was shook. She was very upset, of course, okay? Leonard is brought in to talk to the police. The police want to interview him, and Leonard refuses to say a word, will not answer a single question asked by the police, and there's no, like, real physical evidence 
to charge him. So back then it was much harder. Like with circumstantial evidence now, right? You can arrest someone. Mm -hmm. You can. That's not how it was back in the 70s. Right. You had mm -hmm. to have like straight up physical evidence to, to arrest someone. They didn't have that. So they had no proof for sure that that was his rope, even though it was a fireman's rope, okay? Mm -hmm. um, they, they looked through Leonard's place and they found a piece of paper that said rope. Okay, all right, okay. So to me, I'm like, hello. Arrest hello. this phone. Arrest him, yeah. but that's not what happens. Again, they, they need like hardcore evidence, which just, mm -hmm. this is just driving me nuts, okay? Leonard's a total piece of shit. I hate him. Ugh, I hate him, I hate him, okay. Mm -hmm. So, they cannot charge Leonard with anything. It, 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 it's awful. So, um, Andrea and Steven, they actually have a sister, and her name is Judy. And Judy um, kind of went through, like, this religious awakening, and she had just become a Jehovah's Witness. And she asked Andrea and Judy, or Trudy, we have a Judy and a Trudy in this story. Isn't that fun? Mm -hmm. That's fun. That's fun. Um, so Judy, the sister, asked Andrea and Trudy if they wanted to, like, start coming to church. Maybe that could help them through this difficult time. They've lost their brother, right? She's dealing with Leonard. You know, maybe that could be a comfort to them, okay? So in... Uh, family court, I, I really screwed the pooch here, you guys, because <laughs> I was learning about this story, and I thought that this judge's name, oh, stay with me here, I thought the judge's name was Justice Davis Opus, right? And I'm like, Judge Justice? That's an awesome name. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Red, no. So here in the U.S., we call them judges. And in Australia, they are called justice. Okay? Oh, so, okay. Oh, okay. Good job, Red. You know, they're called <laughs> your majesty in some other, like, like in Africa, I think. When you go to, ju when you go to court, you address them as your majesty. Your wow. majesty? Not majesty, your highness. Magistrate. Your highness. Oh, no. uh, I know what you're talking about, but <laughs> it's not that. Okay, I'll look it up later. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, okay. So I thought that was super cool for a second, and then I had to scratch it out because, no, it, it's Justice Davis Opus. Okay. Because what a cool name justice would be, right? <laughs> yes. Judge Justice? What? <laughs> okay. Anyway. So uh, Justice Opus is not a fan of Leonard. Okay. He knew he was a shitbag. He threatened him with contempt of court. He said, look, I'm going to take away visitation from you if you can't pull your shit together. Um, and of course, this pisses off 
Leonard. I know everyone's shocked right now. And he just wants to do it his way. He's not going to listen to a justice. He's not going to listen to Andrea. He's going to do whatever the fuck he wants, okay? So in June of 1980, Justice Opus gets home. It's about dinner time. Um, the, the wife and kids are about to sit down for dinner. And the doorbell rings, okay? All of a sudden, uh, there's also a fire alarm going off at the house next door and it's really loud, okay? So he gets to the door and Justice Opus is shot <gasps> with yeah. a 22 caliber mm. in the stomach. <gasps> the same gun used to shoot Steven, okay? Ooh. Because this fire alarm is going, nobody hears a gunshot. So the mm. wife goes to the door to check on her husband, okay? So she's, she finds him. He's unresponsive, uh, bad, bad shape. And so she, she calls for an ambulance, but because there's some random bomb explosion somewhere, uh, the ambulance is delayed and Justice Opus dies. Oh, oh man. How fucked is that? Yeah. Well, buckle up, bitches, because it's going to get worse. Mm. Okay. Okay. So investigators are looking into the case. They're trying to narrow down. Of course, Justice Opus works at family court. So they're thinking it could be a disgruntled husband, boyfriend, right? So they're trying to figure out like what cases he was dealing with. And then a um, $100,000 reward came out for any information, right? About Justice Opus's murder. And a lot of rumors were going around that bomb explosion was like part of it, like as a distraction, okay? Mm. So the investigators make a list of ticked off hubbies, okay? And they figure out Leonard McFuckface definitely, probably, 100% has something to do with this, okay? So they get a warrant, and they search the house, and they found government property in his house. He what? stole toilet paper from work. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no. Is okay. he from 2020? I know, right? <laughs> so they said, fuck yeah, we found this toilet paper. It's not yours. It belongs to the government. We're taking you in. They charge him with theft. And That's they crazy. do all of this because ah. they want his fingerprints. Okay? Mm. They yes. want his fingerprints. So Leonard, of course, is questioned. And he refuses to answer again, okay? He says he doesn't want to say anything because he doesn't want to incriminate himself. And again, they don't have any physical evidence. So Leonard is let go. Mm -hmm. But okay. they got fingerprints. They did, correct. Okay. okay. All right. Pieces are coming together, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so now... We have Justice Richard Gee, and he's taking over for Justice 
opens, okay? So, of course, he's taking over their case. And Red's like, man, they have the same first name. It's so weird that they're like all <laughs> justices. I'm such a dipshit, dude. Okay. <laughs> so, Justice Gee <laughs> rules that their house needs to be sold, okay? So, he says, Leonard, Andrea, you need to sell the house and you need to split the money 50-50. Well, Leonard lives in this house and he says, oh, no, I'm oh, not going to do that. Okay. I know everyone's shocked by Leonard's surprise, okay? <laughs> so then in 1983, Justice Guy is super pissed and he's like, hey, you need to sell your house because I told you so. And you're going to lose visitation rights if you don't do this, okay? So Leonard is ticked off. Someone's trying to tell him to, to do anything. And he takes Trudy, and he keeps her longer, and he won't let Andrea have her. So he's just, just totally playing these dick cards, like, left and right, okay? So Andrea goes to court saying he won't give Trudy back. And so Justice Gee issues a warrant, okay, and and gets Trudy back, all right? So Justice Gee ain't having any of Leonard's shit. He's not having it. April 1984, uh, this is late at night, and a freaking bomb <gasps> goes off in the family court. What? It this destroys fucker. half <laughs> the building. This bomb apparently was supposed to go off in the morning when workers were going <gasps> to be in the building. Wow. But instead, it went off at night. There was a janitor there, but the janitor oh. is okay and, and lived. Okay? So, another bombing. All right? Wow. Damn. Okay? Okay? So... Justice Gee and his two sons are at home, and around 1.30 a.m., a bomb goes off in front of the house. It, like, totally messes up the house. You can see pictures. It's just destroyed, okay? Huh. But, thankfully, okay, nobody's killed. They had some injuries, but they survived. Him and his boys survived. So... Justice Gee is taken to the hospital. The police show up. Uh, who do you think had anything to do with this? And Gee says, the show is Leonard. Okay? Mm, okay. The show. The show. <laughs> all right. So we all know I'm pretty professional, and I do very professional notes at this point. <laughs> so <laughs> Leonard is brought in again, and Again, he refuses to answer any questions. This little shit, okay? They let him go. What? They, they what? have nothing. They have nothing to tie. They have no physical freaking uh. evidence. It's so frustrating. This guy is just the worst. Ugh. So, Damn. now there's a new judge or justice, okay? Justice mm -hmm. Watson which is, that's kind of a cool name, Justice yeah. Watson. Okay, so the day after Justice Gee's house was bombed, he takes over and uh, he's a little worried, right? He's a little scared 
to be taking over the case at, with Leonard and Andrea, okay? So he, he takes extra like security measures, um, but he does restrict visitation. He tells Leonard he has restricted visitation, okay? Leonard does whatever he wants and still keeps Trudy, okay? He still keeps her longer. He still takes her when he wants. He's just the worst. So July 4th, 1984, well, in Australia, they would say the 4th of July, 1984, mm -hmm. Watson's wife is about to leave uh, for the day, right? They get up, they have some coffee together, and they're going to start their days, and the wife's about to leave, and she gets to the front door, and a bomb goes off. <gasps> Are you kidding me? Oh, no. Justice. Watson's wife is killed. Mm -hmm. is killed. And Watson is injured from shrapnel. Okay, but he survives. Leonard McFuckface is interviewed again. He refuses to speak again. And they they're they know he it's him, okay? Like, they're not dumb. They know it's him. They just don't know how to tie him to it, okay? Mm. They, ser they search Leonard's house. They search um, the fire station. And they, they just have nothing to work with evidence-wise. Um, at family court, everyone is freaking out. Employees are quitting left and right. They don't want to be bombed. They don't want to be murdered right it they were terrorized by by these bombings it's just awful okay all right february 1985 leonard shows up to andrea's house and he is demanding to see trudy okay he gets crazy with andrea he's losing his shit and he starts beating the fuck out of her okay Ugh. Andrea gets away from him like a total badass and she hides in the house. She locks herself inside and he leaves, okay? She knows that they've come to this point where she needs to get away, okay? She has to get away. She needs to take Judy and be safe. She calls her sister, Judy, okay? And Andrea has a new attorney. His name is Gary Watts. And, you know, Gary Watts was trying to tell Andrea that she needs to be more like harsh with Leonard, but that's, I don't think something that will work with Leonard. I think that would only make things worse. Mm -hmm. uh, but she was like, you know, happy to at least have him as an attorney because people were terrified to represent her. Like, it was very difficult for her to even get a lawyer to represent her because they feared being killed, which mm. is just awful, okay? So her new attorney, Gary Watts, um, had a home, but he was renting it out. And he was renting it to this guy named Peter and Peter's, uh, like, two siblings, okay? And Peter has like car stuff he's got to get done on this car. I don't know if it was like he had to have it tuned maybe for like a, a smog or something. There, there was something that he was working on, okay? Okay. So Peter goes out to his car and he puts his key in the ignition. 
And then he goes, you know what? I'm not going to drive the car. I'm going to work on the car in the driveway. Okay. So he pulls the key out. He goes around. He pops the hood. Boop, and he's working on the car. And he finds a bomb. <gasps> he finds a freaking bomb next to his engine in his car. If he had so scary. Oh my god. That ignition, he would have been blown the fuck up. So the police mm. are called, right? Of course. What's the connection here to all these bombs? This is just this is the attorney Gary Watts address. So if you look it up, right, in the yellow pages mm. or some shit. It looks like he lives there, but he doesn't because mm. he rents it out. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay? All right. Oh, my gosh. So, Andrea hears about the bomb, right? She is totally fucking freaked out. She calls Judy. Judy, you know, goes to her church and says, can you please help my sister? Okay? The church says, yes. So they decide to help her get away and they're gonna like rent out Andrea's pad and just kind of, you know, under the cover of night, get her out of there, okay? Gary Watts, the one that owned the house that had the car bomb in it, is totally freaked out and resigns, leaves his job, okay? He doesn't wanna die. He doesn't wanna deal with Leonard's shit. So he's gone. Leonard's house is searched. No evidence is found. And the investigators like go and they like start talking to his coworkers, Leonard's coworkers, other firemen. And I don't know, I think I've mentioned this before. Like I love firemen. Okay. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and that is my thing. If I see a fireman, I'm all, hey, okay. I'll, yes, yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He Leonard is obviously not I'm, I'm not into it, but thinking about all these investigators talking all these hot firemen, I don't know. I just kind of like that. Anyway, so the other hot firemen said that Leonard is a total dick. Okay? Mm -hmm. He's like off with people. They don't like him. Uh he's got like a serious porn issue and he's a hunter. Uh, which, you know, he, he just sounds like an all-around great guy, all right? <laughs> mm -hmm. I definitely want him to date my daughter. <laughs> so even his coworkers are like, and no, don't like Leonard. Yeah. Leonard finds out that Andrea and Trudy have split, okay? He's his the fuck off because Leonard likes to control everything and she she left so he figures Judy might have helped them okay so mm -hmm. he calls Judy's church where the fuck is Andrea and Trudy you need to tell me right now I need to know where they are and one of the members I swear to god said to him they're up north but that's all they told them they're oh, up wow. north Okay, and he is pissed. So somebody breaks in to the church, okay? 
and there is blood found on the window, right? Somebody broke the glass, they climbed mm. in, boop, boop, mm -hmm. and there was blood on the window. Uh, maybe looking for an address. Maybe Leonard was trying to find the address of where Andrea and Trudy are staying, okay? Police are called, and they think, no, it's probably like homeless people because nothing was stolen, okay? But they take a sample of the blood, but at that time, DNA wasn't even a thing. It wasn't even a thing. Back then, you could tell, like, blood type, but right. that was it, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. No DNA yet. And then, later on in that week, the church was broken into again. And again, the police are thinking it's just homeless people, you know, trying to get some shelter because nothing is stolen. But obviously, mm -hmm. we think it's Leonard trying to find out some information about where Andrea and Trudy are staying. Okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. So then, there is a church service. Okay. There are people at church and a bomb explodes. <gasps> oh, oh no. no. Yes. So at the church of the Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, the people that are trying to help Andrea and Trudy, this bomb goes off. One person died and many were injured. And the pictures are horrifying of what this mm. church looks like. So, of course, Leonard is suspected, okay? Andrea and Trudy are staying um, in, a, in a place called Forster in Australia, okay? The police ring on Andrea, and they let her know, like, everything that's happened, that Judy's church was blown up, you know, all, all this crazy stuff. And Andrea feels like it's all her fault. She feels totally guilty, like this is all her fault. She she left and Leonard's doing all these things because of her, which is so so sad, right? Mm -hmm. It's not it's mm -hmm. not her fault, okay? And she said it's absolutely 100% Leonard, right? You guys need to get him. So sad. So Leonard is brought in. He's interviewed, and at this time, Leonard has a new special lady friend, and her name is Lorraine, okay? Oh, poor now, Lorraine. Get Lorraine, out. Lorraine, damn, girl, what you doing? Okay? So they were saying things about Lorraine that aren't cool. They were saying that she was, like, low class, and she has tattoos, and basically she was a trashy, hot mess, but those are my people. That's who I like to hang out with. <laughs> stop talking shit about Lorraine, okay? The police are questioning her, and she said that Leonard was looking for Andrea and Trudy, and that he was on edge, like, constantly very agitated. So she was, like, opening up and telling the cops these things, and Leonard goes, uh, you're done. Stop <sighs> talking. Don't say another effing word. You guys can't interview her anymore. She's, you know, using her rights and refusing to speak. So she stops talking, which is really awful. Why Leonard was with her while she's being interviewed is beyond right. me. I don't understand that. So she stops talking. Yeah. So then the police do a 24-7 surveillance. They track his freaking car. They do undercover police, right? They want to get Leonard. This is messed up shit, dude. 
Leonard, big fuckface, knows that they're, they're, they're tracking him. Okay, he knows that there's undercover police. And so he like plays these stupid ass games with them where he'll like drive around in a circle over and over again to fuck with them. He'll walk up to their window and ask them if they want some coffee, right? He's just such a dick. I just hate him. So Andrea is just, she's at like a breaking point with all of this. Mm -hmm. And she feels really guilty about all these people that have died, who have been hurt, you know, all of this stuff. And she gives Trudy to Leonard. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she does this because she wants the violence to stop. She wants people to not be killed because of Leonard and the bombings stop, okay? Bombings stop. Now Trudy lives with her father until she's about 16 years old and Leonard gets remarried because he definitely should be married. And this wife, (laughs) I guess, doesn't really like Trudy, okay? She's like a bitchy ass stepmom and she doesn't like Trudy, so Trudy leaves the house, She, she leaves. This case goes cold for 30 freaking years, okay? Yes. So in 2012, the case is reopened. They want to look at it again, see if they can come up with something. And in 2015, Leonard is finally charged with 32 different counts. And of course, some of them being murdered, okay? He's 68 years old. Then they were able to, hello, get DNA from that blood, right? From that window, right. finally. Mm-hmm. Woo! So then the, the proceedings and everything just get just delayed and delayed and delayed. And even, even by like July 2019, so the trial still hasn't happened yet because 72-year-old fuckface Leonard plays mm-hmm. these really shitty-ass games where he constantly... Um, you know, says, oh, my attorney left, or oh, I don't have money for an attorney. So he puts off the trial, like, just constantly, always doing shit, right? He says he's not guilty, of course. He tries to maintain that. And Trudy, she, you know, she grows up. She has her own kids. You know, she gets married. She moves on with her life. And I, I have really great news. So on the 23rd of July, 2020, Leonard McFuckface is found guilty. Woo! Wow. I, I'm really happy to hear this. I, it's sad that it took so freaking long yeah. to get him. And so many people died, which is just awful. But this happened in 2020. So that's one good thing, you guys, in 2020 that happened. Thank so right God. Back down. Right back right. down. And this was just back in July, not that long ago. And so Leonard is going to be sentenced on September 3rd. So we should have an update with what McFuckface gets. Awesome. That will be super exciting. And then I do want to talk about, you know, domestic violence. 
there are signs, of course, when you're dating someone of controlling behavior. You can't see your parents. You can't see your friends. You don't love me if you go do these things, right? When you mm -hmm. see things like this, that those are red flags you need to listen to. That's not love. That is mm -hmm. not love. Mm -hmm. um, if you're in an abusive relationship and you need help, you can go to thehotline.org. There are free services. They are there for you. They will come and get you, which is amazing. And then the phone number for the domestic violence hotline is 1-800-799-7233. Okay. So if you are in a bad situation, you deserve to be free of it. You don't need to stay in it. You don't deserve it, even though somebody might be telling you that you do. Okay. So this is just a crazy story. I can't believe it took 30 years, but at least one good thing happened in 2020. And uh, Leonard went down, baby. He went down. Yeah, Woo! So awesome. Woo! Yeah. You know, I just wanted to add I wanted to add something about the domestic violence. Um, a lot of women are, are actually in abusive relationships and they don't even know it. Um, mm -hmm. I won't, I won't get too personal here, but I, I did read through the definition of domestic violence. Um, and I was very young at the time and it really does shed some enormous light on, on it. Yes. So there are some certain things that, that go on. Like a lot of narcissists will do this. Um, they, there will be no physical abuse period. So you think, Oh no. And you know, doctors will ask, are you being abused? And they say, no, Mm -hmm. But if you look at the definition, it could be mm -hmm. verbal cruelty. You know, mm -hmm. they comment about your weight. They could comment yes. about how you look, how you dress, things yes. like this. Um, lack of respect, whether publicly or privately. It's a huge one. Uh, physical and emotional control. You know, mm -hmm. you work 40 minutes away and 20 minutes later, why the fuck aren't you home yet? Right. You know, why right. aren't you home? Where are you? Constantly texting, constantly checking on you, constantly yes. making sure you're not, you know, that you're where you are, you know, your whereabouts. It's really bad. Um, just instilling the whole fear and anxiety. And I was mm -hmm. in a relationship like that. And it is the absolute mm. worst thing because you feel like you want to please this person because you're in love with them, but they're treating you like shit and you don't even know it. So right. just right. some things to like, really like look into and hopefully try to find some help and get out of those domestic Absolutely. relationships. Yes. You do not need to get hit to call this line and say, I need help, okay? Right, right, exactly. Absolutely, mm -hmm. okay? This is just a bad situation. A lot of women feel stuck in bad situations. You do not need to stay stuck. You don't need right. to do it, okay? Mm -hmm. All right, so I think that's a really important story to tell. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Very good. Timo, Very good. are you falling asleep, homie? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Every time I look over at her, she's like, oh. <laughs> I haven't been tired like this in so long. It's so weird. <laughs> I know it must be the alcohol, but like the alcohol's um, like. 100%, yes. The alcohol's out of my mm -hmm. system now. I'm not even like buzzed anymore. It's just really strange. It still tires you out, girl. Yeah, no, it I was tired out. You out. I actually. 
I literally it's was out in the sun all day long. Yeah, I was out in the sun all yeah, day that's long. That's what it was. So, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's like sure. the story. Okay. The story is super interesting, and like you got to hear every word of it. But like, I could not stop yawning, and I feel so bad. But I'm like legitimately exhausted. Aww, you know, actually, I went hiking this morning. Yeah, <gasps> I, I can push you through. Did. Yeah, I went to. We just went to the Placerita Canyon um, Nature Center. Yeah. But it, it was there I for like, like a, uh, about like an hour and a half with a good friend from high school. So it was a good time. That's cool. I, like that. I, needed, okay. I needed that. That's so cool. I wasn't like Well, my story might wake you up a little bit. I, I mean, I'm sure I'm, it will. It's something that you guys have wanted me to do for a very long time, and I keep yeah. on telling you I'm going to do it. But I think Dre might be a little bit more happier than than Red does <laughs> doing it. So what? Right. I love yeah. it. I think it's all fun and interesting. I do. I like yeah. it. Okay. Okay. So I'm doing the chupacabra. Chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> chupacabra. So we before, needed this. Yeah, so before I tell you the, the, the whole story, I want to tell you a little little side note. So um, in college, uh, I went to I went to CSUN, Cal State University, Northridge. And I went, I got my degree in, in liberal studies. So it's basically teaching elementary school. So I had to do a Latin American history class. So in my Latin American history class, we had to go up and we had to do a, uh, like a verbal, like a verbal report. So um, I was like, like, what am I going to do? Da, 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 da. So mm, me, I worked with a girlfriend that was Mexican and, you know, we were, we'd always talk about the chupacabra and whatever. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if I could do that. Like, I wonder if my, my professor would let me do that story. So I Ooh, went to yeah. him and I'm, and he's like, oh yeah, he got real excited. He goes, yeah, you can totally do it. <laughs> so here we are, the whole class and we're like sitting like, oh, like snore fest, right? We're listening to all these stupid reports of just like every freaking like stupid, like whatever, right? So I get up there and I start talking about it and like everybody like sits up and they're like, <laughs> like, it was like the yeah. best thing ever. And I got, I got like a standing O and it was like, Ooh. I was like, yeah, I was like, damn, I, it really Fuck like, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like one of my like prize moments of like college where so cool. like, yeah, everyone was just like so bored about like all the stories. And then as soon as my story came up. And I had a t-shirt. I borrowed her t-shirt. Her husband had a chupacabra t-shirt. And I borrowed <laughs> that. Yeah, it was so funny. It was so funny. This was years and years ago. So um, that was a really... Did, I had you, uh, did you leave class after the speech and you jumped in the air like it was the 80s <laughs> with I, your fist in the air? Yeah, I did it. My That's drop, right. baby. Bam. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. So hilarious. So hilarious. Okay. So... Chupacabra, uh, it's a legendary creature with vampiric tendencies that drinks Ooh. the blood of livestock, including goats. Hence, the true def or the true translation of chupacabra, which is goat mm -hmm. sucker in Spanish. It's goat sucker. That's what yes. it means. Yes. yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's what it means. Oh, yes. that's kind of lame. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Whatever. It's such what, a fun word. <laughs> Chupacabra. It's such a fun word. Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. Gold soccer. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, it comes from Puerto Rico. 
And uh, that's where the first uh, reported story um, happened in actually 1995. But there's other reports that date back all the way to the 1970s. Oh. I okay. was going to say, I thought this was yeah. going on forever. Yeah, it, it's, they, there are reports from way back when, but like the first like public uh, report of it happened in 1995, and I'll tell you about that in a little bit. So in the New York Times, um, there was a New York Times article written by a Carl um, Lunetta, and he reported that they, there were actually uh, sightings dated back to the 1970s. And it all started with strange attacks on goats, sheep, rabbits, horses, chickens, cats. And they all had these funny little puncture wounds in their, either their neck, chest, or stomach, almost like a vampire. So that's so why it's they- two? It's two holes? Uh, we're going to say two at this point, yes. Okay. Okay. So what does- the chupacabra look like. Now, there's so many different accounts of what this looks like, but the main things is he has gray straggly fur. Uh, he's like the size of a small bear, like anywhere from four to feet, uh, four to five feet tall. He looks like um, a cross between a kangaroo and a wolf. So what? he, yeah, so he is what they call bipedal, which means he stands on his uh, left his rear hind legs, which would mean like a kangaroo kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, he has three toed feet. Some say he hops from tree branch to tree branch. It smells like sulfur. Um, yeah. Or, yeah, or like wet dog. Eggs. Yeah, like yeah. rotten eggs or <laughs> wet dog. Both bad. Yeah, They're bad. Oh, yeah both bad. Terrible yeah. smells. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He has large oval red eyes or large oval black as night eyes. He has a reptilian tongue and spikes down his back. And besides livestock, it has been reported that he at times has attacked humans, but would rather take the family pet instead of you. So, so it's four to five feet tall like uh -huh. sitting on the back legs yes correct that correct. is creepy as shit <laughs> mm -hmm. yes so yeah. i i'm five one <laughs> i could totally take this fucker down for yeah sure. <laughs> i don't i don't know i, I don't, don't think so yeah well, no no for sure yeah no 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 i don't so, know because they're pretty freaking scary looking yeah, so uh, look at that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. He, that's one of the pictures that I have saved for the site. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. I that's would honestly crazy. rather date a chupacabra than Leonard McFuckface. Yes, oh. yes. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. So in the 1970s, there were reports of monsters predating the chupacabra, which they think may have then uh, evolved into what. Today we call the chupacabra. So there was the Gome, uh, Gome, uh, Gogo, Gogo. <laughs> That was fucking amazing, Drink. dude. Day drinking had nothing to do with this. Oh, moment. Jesus. Okay. Drink. Come Kagoyo. Come Kagoyo. 
I'm trying to say it with the double L. Which Are you is having like a, a stroke? Do you smell toast? No, no. no. Okay. okay. So <laughs> that's the Puerto you smell Rican. Toast? Yeah. Burnt well, toast. No toast. No toast. That is the Puerto Rican version of Bigfoot, but smaller, and he's an actual vegetarian. And um, it, it loves the cogollo, which is kind of like a baby plantain in Puerto Rico. So that's why they call, call him the Colme Cogollo, I guess is what they call oh. him. Oh, yeah. oh, look at that. Overcoming. So then there was also the mocha vampire, which the mocha vampire only attacked small animals, but looked more like an alien than actual like a like you know like a like a person and uh they think maybe that then like you know evolved into the chupacabra and then there's the gara diablo which was a swamp a swamp creature that left the swamp at night to wreak havoc on the land and caused fear in the people it Same. had the yeah <laughs> i yeah. also do that <laughs> It had a face like a bat and the skin of a shark and had a human-like body. So if you take all of these aspects of all these animals, it basically turns into the chupacabra. Like all these little aspects of it turns into the chupacabra. So then the chupacabra arose. So like, oh, okay, here he is, the chupacabra. So it's been reported in many other areas besides Puerto Rico. So it's widely seen in large, and I'm going to say Latin X to be PC communities, because now we can't say Latino or Latina, it's Latin X. Okay. So these are the cities and countries that they're seen in. He's been seen in Mexico, Chile, Nicaragua, Argentina, um, Russia, the Philippines, India, Texas, Miami, Maine, and Missouri. So he's made in Missouri. Yeah. So he's basically been seen all over the place, like or reportings of sightings that he's been seen. Is this is this mostly in like farmland or swamp areas? Is that where people mostly are farm mostly farmland? Yeah. And and it's always in like the like Latin like areas, like Latin communities mm -hmm. on top of that. Okay. So, okay. So uh, the funny thing is, is Princeton University actually has a website that's basically dedicated to the Chupacabra. Yes. Yeah. It's so awesome. So cool. And it's www.lchupacabra.com. And they record <laughs> all the sightings that there's ever been and future, in like current, current sightings of the Chupacabra. Definitely Google. I just think that. that is so yes. hilarious. That it's it hilarious. I feel like as as tired as I am, uh -huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna like um, go ahead and research that tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's I so know. crazy. If you look up, well, Cover, you have to. Yeah, if yeah. you look up, yeah, if you look it up on Google, like Princeton University is like one of the sites that immediately pops mm -hmm. up. It's just so it's so wild. It's totally crazy. I dig it. I dig it, Princeton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some of the sightings. So in March 1995, so this is the, the first like reported sighting of the Chupacabra. Well, the internet, right, is out. So that had to be some mm -hmm. part of that. Like right. more people are hearing about something at one time, right? right. Okay. So in March 1995 in Puerto Rico, eight sheep were found dead with 
actually three puncture wounds. Oh, okay, three, three. Yeah. Okay. They were missing organs and they were completely drained of blood. So they're like, okay, what the fuck is this? Like, what's mm -hmm. going on? So, of course, they're like, chupacabra, chupacabra. So then in aliens. August. Yes. Aliens. Always aliens. <laughs> yeah. So in August uh, 1995, Madeline Tolentino, who was a housewife from Puerto Rico, claimed that she was looking out her bedroom window and she saw this uh, creature, okay? And the way she described this, this creature was uh, he was a bipedal animal, which means he was standing on his two rear legs. He had dark gray, black eyes protruding to the sides of its temples. So this one had like black eyes, right? Um, almost like an alien, she described it. It was four feet tall, arms drawn back by um, its like sides, like if it was gonna like run and attack at her. It had no ears, just small holes, like, <laughs> where, like where the ears would be. It had three long skinny fingers on each hand and the arms were like extra, extra long. The hair was actually really short and close to the body and it was like an ashen color um, it actually also had round things on its torso that looked like burns and underneath these burns it had purplish or pinkish skin like when a scab falls off and it like you know like how your skin is like uh -huh. bright pink under that that's it had that all mm -hmm. over its body and it had three toed feet and this is so weird. So she was kind of like curious. So she looked down at to where like the genitals would be. Yeah, she wanted to see. She was checking <laughs> that shit out. There was you nothing. You would look. There was Ooh. nothing there. Yeah, it was just like smooth. There was nothing there. No reproductive. Anything. No. Uh uh. Smooth. Uh -uh. Interesting. And then it had, yeah. And then it had a row of spikes on its back. And the creature turned and then it just ran away off to the road. So mm -hmm. she started recording this, right? So she like went on the news. She oh did, shit! Yeah, she did it, and it, then it went uh, viral. I'm it totally, you. yeah, it totally went viral mm -hmm. from there. Okay, so at this point, then uh, was can I ask a question? Was yeah. this happening in daytime? No, this was in the evening. This was at nighttime. With, did with she her? have some wine? Uh huh. Yeah, maybe she had some tequila. <laughs> I don't know, maybe an edible. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, well, I'm investigating. <laughs> I'm asking questions. Yeah, no, it was a lot of tequila probably. And they think that maybe she made up this whole story because it's so funny because um, there's this uh, guy that did like major research and he actually like found her on Facebook and did some research on her. And she did say something like a few nights before she was watching species remember that movie species yeah yes, yes well mm -hmm. the way she described piece the chupacabra almost looked like what that chick turned into Dang. in the movie oh yeah, yeah. You, know how, you know how her back how the spikes all popped up yes. off of her back yeah yeah but i don't Ooh, know she I didn't have her. investigations <laughs> the species chick had like like, I don't think she was furry. I think she was, like, smooth. And mm -hmm. didn't she have, yeah. like, a weird tail, like, on top of it, too? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I don't think so. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> you, yeah. 
Maybe she just was using her imagination. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Sure, sure. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about um, some other reported sightings um, throughout, like, now, like, nowadays, okay? And I wanted to mainly do, like, our, our um, state, California. So I have mm -hmm. a couple from California, and then I have a couple from other states. So we're going to go to Riverside, California. And this was July 20th of 2017. Carrie Shucker, okay, this is really cool. So he opened up his, his front door early in the morning and he wanted to let his cat in and his cat like ran from, I don't know where his cat was, but fully like this hell tailed it into his house. Like if it was like running something from something, like it was like freaked out. Right. So his uh -huh. cat ran in and then he looked and he said that he saw this, uh, he said the ugliest looking thing he'd ever seen in his life. It was about 80, 90 feet away from him. And it was a hairless creature that had a rat's tail and Ugh. yeah, and rippled pinkish skin, Ew. huge teeth that was like, like scraggly sticking out of its mouth. Um, he yelled at it in a deep voice. <laughs> get, get out of here. Get hey, out of here. hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey. And it, hey. it, listen, it snarled at him and then it turned hey. around to walk away. And then before it ran away, it turned back around to him and snarled again and then ran away. And he said it was like, it was almost like it was like cussing him out. Like he took my fucking breakfast, man. And then like took off. <laughs> hey, because, man. Yeah, because he wanted, that cat, man. I needed that cat, man. Yeah, that was my breakfast. So mm -mm -mm. Uh, I love that. I love that story. I thought that was really cool. And then in uh, 2016, there was a woman named MJ Blunt, and she looked out her window and she saw, she said she saw the strangest looking animal that she had ever seen. It was standing on its rear legs and it was actually eating fruit from a tree in her front yard. Okay. Yay. So, okay. yeah. She said this had ears, um, ears of oh, a deer. Oh, it had ears. Yeah, it had ears, ears of a deer. Yeah, okay. it had ears of a deer, a long snout, no hair. It also had a rat's tail. It uh, had long rear legs. And she thought it was kind of like a sick coyote or like a sick wolf. Uh, uh -huh. um, but uh, it took its fruit and then it ran away. And she thought maybe, you know, like it was like, you know, like an, like a normal animal, but she said it was still the ugliest things that she'd ever seen. And this was in the Rocky Box Springs mountain territory. Now I'm not exactly sure if that's in California, not um, Rocky Box Springs. I've never heard of that before. Um, but maybe, yeah, maybe uh, this is all in the California section. So it's probably somewhere that we've never heard of before. So then in April of 2017, there was a huge fire in like the Redlands area. I don't know if you ever remember that. It was called the mm -hmm. Opera Fire. Mm -hmm. And there's a man named Tom Brundelidge. And he was, uh, or he is an inventor of a fire resistant paint and oh, insulation. Wow. That's cool. 
Okay. Yeah, so he was actually doing some investigations in the burn area, just like, you know, so he could, you know, take notes and investigate and whatever. And he saw head on this creature in the burn area. Like, he's like, what the mm. fuck is this creature, right? There's, it's all bird. Like, there's, there should be no animals around this area. Mm-hmm. And he said it had a body like a chihuahua, but huge. Okay, so if you imagine like a little like bony kind of like body. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, with a large uh, thorax cavity. Now, so that was basically like a jaw area. It had huge hind legs, narrow rat-like face, a rat tail. This is the first time that I've ever heard the chupacabra having a rat tail. And this is three sightings that they're all saying this thing had a huge rat tail. Something about having a rat tail makes it so much worse. (laughs) I know, right? Honestly, yes. And then it had a black stripe on its stomach, which I've never heard that either, which was really strange. So that was his sighting. Um, he didn't say if he actually, like, if it chased him or if it ran away or what happened, that, that was it. And then also in 2017, but this was in February, so this was in a, a few months prior to this, and this happened in Victoria, Texas. A resident reported on Highway 9, uh, 185 there was a dead animal laying in the road and she had stopped Mm -hmm. to see what it was and she said that it was this strange creature that had paws of of a dog but the body of a hyena and then in august 2017 in santee south carolina a doug stewart was golfing and he took a photo of the chupacabra and he put it on facebook got a photo yeah he 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 caught it and they and he put it on on facebook and i guess it it totally became viral now i tried looking him up and i couldn't find him so i don't know if he's like he has blocked you know blocked himself now or whatever so i couldn't actually see that which was kind of like a bummer Mm -hmm. because i totally wanted to see i wanted to see it and then this was the popular story. This is like uh, in the 2000s. So this was in, in 2007. This was like the very, very big story. So Phyllis Canyon in Cuero, Texas, she lived on a ranch. So she had a huge ranch and she found this dead animal outside of her ranch. And she said it had fangs, big ears. It had gray, bluish, hairless skin. And so she was an avid hunter, right? So what she would do is she would go hunt. She would actually um, <laughs> uh, mount the heads of her kill. Sure. Yeah. So why not? She, okay, cool. Yeah. So she kept the head of this animal and she kept it in her freezer <gasps> because she wanted to mount it, I guess. I, I don't know. Well, crazy. that's a very unique find. So, <laughs> so if crazy, you do right? that, like, honestly, if you keep heads of things that you kill, and uh-huh. she finds something like that, fuck yeah, she wants to mount that shit. Yikes, yikes. So then yeah. she found out that three of her neighbors actually found the dead carcasses of, of the same type of looking creature. And then uh, at around the same time that this was going on, another one was found in San Antonio. So like, there's so many different sightings of these of this animal, like all around the place. It was like happening all in the same time, almost all in the same area. Now, the city of uh, Cuero um, became like really popular after she 
you know, said that, you know, she, she found this dead chupacabra on her ranch. So now this is like the town, like the chupacabra town, and they've actually changed the mascot to the chupacabra. <laughs> and then, I uh, love it. I love yeah, it. so this is so funny because this is kind of like the modern day, um, like novelties and how they use the chupacabra in today's time. Right. So I don't want anyone to get mad. I'm just relaying information. But in 2012, South Park crudely made an episode. Um, and it was basically like a mock-you, mockumentary, mockudentary, however they uh -huh. call that. Mm -hmm. And they called it the Jupacabra. And it was basically oh, yeah. about a Jewish Jupacabra that killed children on Easter. Which yeah. I thought was kind of funny. So, you know, that was back in 2012. And you, we all know that South Park is like really crude and rude and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. my fave, X-Files, did one in yes, 1997. I know they did. Yeah, they yes. did a story on the Chupacabra. It was called El Mundo Gira. And that guy that played the main actor for like the Chupacabra, he was kind of really creepy looking. And then they made him even more creepy looking when he was uh -huh. like... So um, they, they claimed that he was a chupacabra, but he was just kind of a man. And, I, I, you know, the X-Files just did some, like, real, like, creepy stuff back in the day. So it was fun. I and love then it. did you guys ever see Grimm, the show Grimm? Yeah. Oh, I uh -huh. loved Grimm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. So in 2014, they did one that they actually called Chupacabra. And then Frederick Lewis Aldama and Chris Escobar, they wrote a children's book called The Adventures of Chupacabra Charlie. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Chupacabra Charlie. That's funny. And it's about a polite 10-year-old Chupacabra who yearns for the adventure beyond the edges of the United States. I just oh love that so much. Uh -huh. If I, if I could it. have gotten that book, I would have gotten that book. But oh my gosh, it's so great. So before I tell you about um, the last things about the chupacabra, let, let's talk about science. What science claims that what the chupacabra is, okay? So zoologists claim that it's just basically a wolf or a fox or some type of animal like that that has mange. Now, mm -hmm. if you know what mange is, mange is caused by a like a microorganism that basically eats at the skin and then that area it's so sad the Can hair dogs have that yeah so if you look at animals with mange and then they lose all their hair it kind of mm -hmm. does resemble what the chupacabra might look like but it doesn't mm -hmm. explain like the puncture the rat animals. tail the rat tail, um, the draining of well, the blood. hind legs, yeah, the hind legs right? standing, right. Yeah, yeah, like those animals, they might stand up, but like not walk, not walk on their howlings. They might stand up for a few minutes yeah. and then come. Uh -huh. And then they say some bird species are known to eat warm-blooded animals. Sorry, it's not a bird. It's not a bird. These people are not seeing birds. Like the bird's not going to drain all <laughs> yeah. the blood, right? Right. Out of a 300-pound cow. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. They're not sucking the blood of a goat. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. 
So here are some like conspiracy theories about the chupacabra. Mm -hmm. First one is it's a product of a U.S. government genetics experiment that went wrong and it it got loose, which I love that. I love that so much. That one. Now, if that would never happen, you guys. Yeah. There'd have to be more than one that got loose so that they could reproduce. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe a couple escaped. (laughs) I hope. Like two chupacabras in love. Well, maybe maybe that's why they look so different. Because maybe it was just one. And then it like mated with another kind of animal out in the wild. You know? Science. Yeah. So this is Red's fave. They think that it's been, it's an alien that was dropped off. Yeah. Okay. And not an alien that the other aliens didn't want. And they left it. Oh, oh, poor Chupacabra. Poor Chupacabra. Nobody <laughs> likes you. And then they think it's also a NASA experiment that went that went wrong. And hmm. this one is the dumb one. They say that the Chupacabra is the true source of HIV and AIDS. <gasps> oh, come on. Are you kidding me? No, that's been said. I, I read that and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, come on. No. I hate people. <laughs> then they mm-hmm. think that it's a mysterious creature that was a part of a biological warfare program. So it's like all this like government experiment stuff, which is yeah. totally fun. And then somebody also said it's the embodiment of God's wrath. So God created this mean That's because yeah, nailed we were, it. Yes, since we were bad humans, so he wanted to put something out there that would be like for whatever. sure. I've met so many bad humans this year. <laughs> I, I know, right? Oh, like, yeah. And you get a chupacabra, and you get a chupacabra. We should see, be seeing the chupacabra <laughs> more in this 2020 nightmare uh-huh. that we have, right? So you can actually buy so much stuff online for chupacabras. You can buy t-shirts and mugs, and they have the little dolls and plush, you know, plush little animals and stickers, hats, socks, pillows, and now... They even have the face mask of the Chupacabra. Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to leave you with a really, really cool, fun story. So in January of 2005, one of my fave men ever, Mr. Johnny Depp was in Tokyo. And I don't know what was going on with him, but he was a no-show at a news conference. And he showed up the next day and, you know, he was like bombarded with all these like uh, reporters, like being like, what, why weren't you here yesterday? Why? And I guess he kind of got like ticked off about it. Maybe he was like hungover. Maybe he was doing his his drugs. Who knows what what was going on, right? Mm -hmm. So this is what he said, quote, unquote. He said, I was attacked yesterday morning by a very rarely seen or experienced animal called the chupacabra. I, I fought it for hours. They're very persistent oh and very mean. I'm pretty sure it came in my suitcase. I threw him oh. off the 23rd floor. Thank you so much for understanding. And that was I that. It. I know, I right? So that nice he kind play, of like Johnny Depp. That like he kind of like fight with a chupacabra defense. Yeah, I just love that <laughs> that he kind of threw that back at him. He was really sick, but he kind of like wanted to play it out and like say, "Hey, you know, I was fighting a chupacabra." I'm gonna so, blame yeah. so much shit on a chupacabra now. <laughs> From, From now on. From now yeah. on forever. 
That's so it. there. So there you go. There's the chupacabra. I just I love this story. Yeah, I've loved this story for many many years. And like it's I a said, funny. A funny. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And you know they have yeah. them like carcasses and stuff of like these dead animals. And yeah. They and I'll put some on. I'll put some on the site. Um, they just look kind of creepy. They look kind of like a hyena, like a hairless hyena, cr- like a dog creature. It's very strange. Not cute, man. Yeah, not, not as big as they say they are, though. All the ones that have been found. Yeah, dead I thought are it was really like oh, yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. yeah so but then you said four to five feet, and I thought, oh, I'll take that motherfucker. Yeah. For sure. yeah so, <laughs> have you ever seen a hairless bear? No. With mange. With, With mange. mange? Yes. yes, I have. Yeah. It, it does look yeah. like a chipacabra. It sure, sure does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It really does. Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super grody, man. Yeah. All okay. right. Are you you ready? Is it time? I'm ready. Ready. It's time. Bad, Bad ass story of the week. Let's do it. Oh, I have the cutest badass story, guys. Oh, um, the cutest. It's the cutest. Did you guys ever watch? You probably know because you don't have littles, but there was this movie that came out called Wonder Park last year. Mm-mm. No. So it was basically about this little girl who, like, her family, her parents, they helped her, like, create this Wonderland or Wonder Park, like a roller coaster, basically all over her whole freaking house. It's like a cartoon, right? Okay. Um, but it was so cute. And every night her mom would, like, go to bed, like, put her to bed. And then, like, they would add a little bit more to this, like, no shit like she could get in the roller coaster and ride around the house it was crazy of course it's a cartoon um damn it why does aurora want to do this in real life and if i ever (laughs) taught her this story she is gonna like try to hold me to it because no yeah Uh there's yes it's insane there's a little boy named calden ashley he happens to be probably a genius okay he Mm. um yeah, he's really, really smart, and he has developed his own blueprint for a roller coaster. Ooh, I love right? it. All right. So, awesome. so, on top of that, he has a really awesome uncle who's another badass by the name of Lay Downing. He's um, studying engineering. Okay. So, they put their two heads together, and during the pandemic, have no shit built a real life roller coaster in their backyard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, isn't it just so crazy? So they were like, they've been using scraps and like all this, they have like a wood cutting board as the seat. It's like the best. Um, it's just, it's so awesome. And like when I, when I saw this, it's really cool. There's like an older lady. She's probably like maybe late fifties, early maybe late fifties. She uh-huh. gets in the roller coaster and it just like takes off and it's, it goes in a circle <laughs> and then she's just all happy. Oh, but, wow. Yes, so it's crazy. So, this little boy, Charlie, he passed his math GCSE, not sure what that is, I don't know. when he was 11 years old and skipped his A-levels to go straight to university at 11 <gasps> years old. Okay, wow. he studies math science. He's got like a... Um, this is, this is actually, sorry, I had to backtrack. Lay, Lay, the uncle, his son, it's his son, Charlie, who's only 20. So his, he, when he was 11, he did all of this, you know? So he's just like a little genius and he helped huh. pull it all together. 
for the little nephew who's 11. Wow, that's Amazing. so cool. I love what a little it. genius. So, you know, I think these are all badass people who are doing some pretty awesome things. They have a full steel roller coaster in their backyard. <laughs> and are, there really, are there really cool pictures of it? Yeah, there's a video. Oh, there's cool. like a real oh, cool. video okay. it, like actually in motion it's really cool but it's like the kid's dream come true you know he's been like planning this he's got the blueprints he's got it all set up it's really cool. <laughs> i love it well That's maybe really if cool. um you know crazy <laughs> shit didn't go down this year they wouldn't have done that but i know maybe, right because maybe. all this happened yeah, yeah. They, they did this really cool badass thing oh i love yeah. that story good job and so nobody's Nobody is allowed to tell Aurora that this legit happened because okay. I keep telling her it's possible. <laughs> I shouldn't be calling her right now. Okay. I'll no, hang up. no, no, no. Okay. It's not. No problem. <laughs> I wanted to go like and around. And I know you and you'll be like, okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't want someone to go around the fairy garden. Like, like it's a small world. I want to go around the fairy garden and then like, like go yes. into the pool, like log, like you know, like log I know. hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I love no, he's it. So crazy. So no, creative. We, can't do this. we won't be doing this. <laughs> I love it. Good story. Cute. Good job. Yay, yeah. Woo. All right. Are you ready? I think we're ready. Mm -hmm. Okay. Remember, we, we do, do what, what we want. want. Sounded <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the best. The best. <laughs> The yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all. Okay. Uh, how about we all go to sleep and go night night? Yes. Oh my it's goodness! Very, it's very late on a Sunday. I know. So tired. Early, early so Monday morning. Tired. Yep. All right. Thank all you right. for listening, guys, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Love you. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. 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 Night night. Handcuffs and Sage is hosted by Red, Timo, and Dre in a shitty guest room in Los Angeles. Theme music is Leave Now by We Are Wasted. Cover art done by Megan Winchester. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Show some love on iTunes. Be a badass and do what you want. Until next time.